Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. This is episode number 14, and I'm your host, Janae Ledger. I can't believe we're already at episode 14. This is so exciting. I have some very exciting guests coming up, so definitely stay tuned. If this is your first time listening, I really appreciate the support during my podcast journey. And if you've been listening, you know, since the beginning, you the real MVP, man. Like, I appreciate you so much. So, I hope everyone had an awesome 4th of July weekend. I know that the weather here in the New Hampshire, Massachusetts area was honestly trash. It was like raining and cold and gross. But you know what? I still had a really good time. I had a really good 4th of July with some friends. And, you know, we saw a little bit of fireworks and had a shit ton of food, of course, because what is a long weekend without a bunch of food. Am I right or am I right? Like, I can never stop stuffing my face at a barbecue. It's just, it's just who I am, honestly. It is my love language. Food is my love language. So yeah, I hope all of you guys had a great 4th of July weekend. I wanted to start off this podcast today with a Janae's embarrassing story because, good lord, do I have a lot. So, me and Tyler decided on Friday, or no, it was Saturday, that we were going to, like, kind of stay in, get takeout, like, put a bunch of pillows and blankets on the floor in the living room, and just, like, have a nice movie night. So, we went to Walmart and got a ton of snacks, candy, chocolate, the whole nine, just whatever we wanted, and that was super fun just to, like pick and choose whatever we want. Like I felt like a little kid again. And so I actually needed some body wash. So I go into the aisle and you know, I'm in that aisle just fucking taking every single body wash and sniffing all of them, you know, taking off the caps, sniffing, putting it away because some of them were just so gross. And I was appalled by some of these smells. And I was like, who in their right mind would want to smell like this? Or maybe... You know, maybe there's people that don't even test them out. I don't know. If you're one of those people, definitely let me know because I'm curious how you just wing it. But anyway, so I'm just sniffing them, you know, here and there, just trying out all these different kinds. And I went to go sniff one and um, a huge blob of the body wash went right on my nostrils, the bottom of my nose. And I'm just standing there laughing hysterically at myself. And Tyler, of course, had his back to me. So he didn't even get to see me with the freaking huge blob of body wash on my nose like a fucking idiot. But I'm like, babe, babe, hello. And he like turns over and he's like, oh my God, Janae. And I'm like, this would just happen to me. And of course, I don't have like napkins or anything. So I'm like wiping it off with my like arm and there was just like white gob all over my freaking nose and I was just mortified and that's all I could smell was this nasty I don't even know what flavor it was body wash for like the entire night because it was just like in my nose it was so funny and I was like you know what this is a good story for the pod so that's how we're opening up this podcast today has nothing to do with the topic get ready for the topic though. So that was my embarrassing moment. 
I should honestly do these more often because I do embarrassing things all the time, but I love sharing them because I think it's ridiculous and funny and it's just who I am. So this week is the week of, I'm recording this on uh, July 6th, but this week is a very big week. This week, my best friend Jess is getting married on Saturday and I am so excited I'm so ready. We've been waiting for this day for like four years now. I think they got engaged three or four years ago. And I am just so excited to see her walk down the aisle. I'm the maid of honor and I'm going to ball my eyes out like I do pretty much at every single wedding that I go to. Um, I love weddings. I'm, I guess I'm a wedding gal. <laughs> uh, I just think that they're so much fun. I love dancing. I love dressing up like I wish that there was more things like weddings every year that you could just go to and get all dressed up because I think it's so much fun. Yes, it's a ton of money, but it's so much fun. And yeah, I'm just so excited to witness my bestie getting married and her finding her soulmate and just celebrating that. And I'm just so excited for it. So shout out to Jess and Taylor. Happy wedding week. Woo! Okay, drum roll please. Mom, dad, any of my family, this is your cue that you probably should not be listening to this podcast, this episode. Please shut it off, mom, dad, family, if you are listening. That is your warning. Okay, now this is the podcast episode. I think that you guys have all been waiting for and that is the sex episode let's go I'm so excited about this episode I have been thinking about it and like thinking about how I want to present it and talk about it and here we are my naked mindset episode 14 so the reason why I started this podcast, and I think I've said it a few times, is, you know, I never shut up, so I figured why not, you know, make a podcast. But also of my just fascination around sex and everything that has to do with it. Like, I'm just very, very intrigued. I love talking about it. I love hearing other people's sex stories and sex talks like if it's involving sex I want to be in that combo 100% and I don't really know where it stems from I lost my virginity at 16 which I feel like is the normal age to lose your virginity around that time I know some people you know lost it when they were older or they were waiting for marriage or whatever but I'm also intrigued by that like I could never not have sex with someone that I'm about to marry, but you know, kudos to them for holding out. I just couldn't imagine being in love with someone and just not having that intimacy because it is like a huge part of a relationship. It's definitely not the only important thing, but I, in my opinion, that's a big factor in, you know, being sexual and pleasing that person and having that person please you. I think it's super important. So this episode is going to be all about sex, tips, tricks, stories, whatever comes to my mind pretty much. And, you know, maybe 
maybe you're in a situation where you've been in a relationship for a long time or you've been married for, you know, a very, very long time. Or maybe you're just getting back out there dating and you're like, oh my gosh, like, I need to, like, have a refresher on how to have sex or, like, tips and tricks of how to get back into it. And so that's what this episode is all about. Just no matter what your situation is, just getting back out there or, you know, maybe you need to spice things up. Maybe your sex has kind of been blah, the same thing over and over again. Maybe it's the same position. Maybe it's just in your bed every single time or your boyfriend or significant other looks at you and is like, oh, you want to have sex now? And not like just the buildup. I personally love like, you know, you start making out or, you know, you're like eyeballing each other from across the room and it just like happens naturally. Like you make out and then it gets steamy and then, you know, your clothes come off and then it's like a slow process. I love that. And then there's always the time where it's like, you know, maybe before bed or you're just hanging out on the couch and you look at the person and you're like, hey, want to have sex? And then that can be fun too. I guess it's all about preference, but I think you can definitely switch it up and really keep it fun with these tips that I'm going to share with you during this podcast. So maybe you're dating someone new or in the dating world and you've been seeing someone for a little bit and you're like, okay, I think it's time to do the deed. Um, I would say my best advice would be to kind of feel it out a little bit, feel, you know, ask how the other person thinks about it. Um, I know that me and Tyler kind of wanted to wait a little bit and not just jump in the bed because I feel like when, in my opinion, you know, we both were looking for something serious and I feel like when you rush the whole sex part, things can kind of fall apart and, you know, sometimes it doesn't end very well, like, because it just goes too fast. So, We kind of waited a little bit, but whatever you want. Maybe you have a a sex buddy. A sex buddy? What did I just say? A friends with benefits situation. And, you know, you can do whatever the hell you want in the bed with this person. Um, But, you know, say you've been talking to someone for a little bit and you're like, okay, I think it's time. I would say make sure you're comfortable with that person. I think that's so important. And just always keep in the back of your mind, the first time having sex with someone new is usually not the best from from my point of view. And and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's great. But there definitely may be some awkward moments. I mean, maybe there won't be, you know. Shit happens. But I would say take your time. Enjoy yourself. Be safe. Definitely set boundaries and, and kind of talk about it. I would say before, like what you're into, what you're maybe not into, kinks that you like, like maybe you really love a certain position or, oh, I really like to be scratched on my back or having your nails dug into me, I should say, or maybe you like your hair pulled or, you know, whatever the case may be. I think just setting those boundaries and kind of prepping the situation for, success and communicating what you want what you don't want and and setting those boundaries up front I think is a really good way to start a new partner so now let's get into ways to spice it up 
I have thought about this for a while and I tried to collect all of my thoughts and all things that I've tried um, and I just want to share some with you. So one of them being just try something new. Like maybe you saw a sex scene during a movie and you were like, oh my God, I really want to try that. Like share that with your partner. And I think doing that in the bedroom while it's happening it is a good way if you feel comfortable doing that. Or if you're if you're a more shy, reserved person, you can always text and be like, oh yeah, I saw this movie and, you know, the guy was, you know, on top of the girl like this um, or whatever the case may be. And I think that that is a good way if you're kind of nervous and you don't love talking about sex um, in person. You know, texting can be a great way to get the ideas out on the table without feeling uncomfortable face to face. So I think trying something new, great, great option. New, whether that being a new position um, I also think a good idea is using a different room in the house. So maybe you always have sex in the bedroom or maybe you always have sex in the living room. Switch it up, like go to the kitchen go to the kitchen table, like use that counter. Like I think it's so much fun. Go in the shower. Like I think there's so many different rooms in the house to utilize and you know, if you even have kids like while they're, you know, watching TV, like sneak around and, and go in the kitchen and I don't know just I, I I think just keeping it alive and keeping it interesting is key uh I think a fun idea also is using a cock ring you can get them just like at the convenience store or Walmart or Target those things are so much fun and it's like fun to kind of like play around with with your significant other and just like whip it out or you know you can buy it together and just you know use it when you want I think that's super fun definitely there's a time limit on those I think it's like 20 minutes or something so definitely use it wisely but I love those things they feel so good it's almost like a freaking dildo inside of you but it's attached to your man <laughs> Um, so I love those. I think they're super fun. And then toys are always a good time too. I mean, some people are definitely not into them, which is understandable. I did a survey actually on my Instagram and a lot of people said that they were not into toys, but I recommend trying, like if you're a little anxious or nervous about it, no worries. But I think a good way to start out the sex toy um play would be getting a little bullet it's just like a tiny little I don't know the size of like maybe a little bit like a half of a baseball I guess you could say it's fairly small and it's it's just really fun to play around with and and I feel like that's like a good starting point if you're like you know like I said a little anxious about that and you know build your way up to you know whatever you want you know, there's so many toys out there these days. There's, you know, the the clit ones. There's the ones that go in. There's external ones. There's internal. I mean, there's, there's so many toys out there. And so I think that that's always a fun time to, you know, even if you're masturbating and, you know, you kind of try it on yourself first. I think that's fair. And then 
see what you like and see what feels good to you and then you know bring it to the bedroom I think that that's a good way to start it and just kind of see how you like it um and then you know bring it into the bedroom and hopefully I know some men are like afraid or like intimidated by sex toys because they think it's going to rep not replicate them but like take over them and I think that's so silly like no one is going to be the same as a human in my opinion I mean there's some girls out there that think that their sex toy is better than their partner but I think that those girls need to you know get a little reality check and uh tell their tell their man that they need to up their sex game <laughs> but yeah so I think sex toys can be very fun Another idea is having a long buildup, and I've done this so many times, you know, make the foreplay like really, really long, make the makeout session fucking, I don't know, 10 minutes long and just like be touching each other and just like make it really sexual and, and intimate um, and just like play with each other and, you know, scratching on the back or like light touches on the neck licking, kissing, sucking, whatever, whatever you're into. I think that a long buildup to sex can be super hot. You know, sometimes it's like, oh, I just want it right now. And, and, you know, that's fun too. But I think a long buildup can be super, super fun. Cause then when you actually have the sex, it's like, holy shit, that feels so good. Another idea is mutual masturbation. And I know some people are super intimidated by this, but hear me out here. So <laughs> funny because I actually did it last night and I was super horny. Tyler was in the living room and he kind of said goodnight to me. And I was like, eh -eh. I was like, no, come back in. So I kind of like was turned on and I like started to touch myself and then he came in and he started doing the same to himself. And it was just like so hot. There's just something about, there's just something hot about watching your partner please themselves. Really got me going. I was super turned on from it. It can be super fun. Even like in the middle of sex, you guys both stop and just like touch each other. It's just, it's fun and it can be super, super hot. So I definitely recommend trying that if you haven't already. One thing that I love doing, and I should definitely do this more often, and I've definitely heard of like my friends doing this and they love it, is using candles and just like setting the mood. Like some people don't really like it to be very light in the room that they're about to have sex in, which I totally understand. But just like putting a few candles on next to the bed, make sure you don't obviously light your fucking house on fire. <laughs> But I feel like it can be super hot and just like the right amount of light. I think that's so fun. And even setting like multiple candles out, it's just super hot. I think it's like the perfect lighting. I think it's super intimate, super romantic. So that always can be a good idea. And also, if you really want to get a little wild, I once put rose petals from the entrance of my door all the way to my bedroom and I was in my bedroom naked watching porn that's also a fun time so or you could do like candles to the bedroom I mean that's really hot too anything with candles I think is super super sexy I've also tried 
doing a massage. So like, oh, babe, you know, you've had a long day today. Let me give you a massage. You know, you got your oils, you got your lotion, whatever. Start doing a massage. And then that can get really sexual real quick. I think that's actually a really fun way to, you know, kind of give your partner a surprise with the massage and then, you know, ending it with sex. I think that that's super fun super sexy and then like you're pleasing them in multiple different ways. So I'm definitely going to do a whole podcast episode about this because I think there's so much about this topic is like FaceTime sex and sexting. There's so much details and so many tips for that topic. So I definitely want to do an episode just on that. But I think sending a sext at work while the person, I'm sorry, while the person is at work and you're sending a sext to them is so fun and it can be really like just sexy. And I think the way to start that out, because I know that that's usually the the thing that gets people caught up is how do I start a sext? And you can simply just say something like, oh, I, I was thinking of what we did last night and I just thought it was so hot. Or just like a past experience you've had with this person. And that's how you can start the conversation. And then you can say, oh, I can't wait for you to come over tonight and do X, Y, Z. I think sexting is so underrated and it can be so much fun. And you can really play out your fantasies or, you know, your ideas just by a text. And just like, you know, turning that other person on, kind of getting their weight on what they think about the topic or, you know, the position or whatever you're saying. I think it's a good way to test the waters, if you will, on certain ideas that you have that you want to do. I think it's the perfect way. And also, on the sexting, nudes. Nudes? I mean, obviously be careful with sending nudes because you definitely don't want to have that shit blasted all over the internet but you know be safe about it do it on snapchat you know if the person fucking screenshots it then they're a shitty person and you probably shouldn't be dating them but they can be so much fun and i also have a a psa that do if you have an iphone i don't really know if samsung has this but on an iphone you can do the live photo And you can kind of do like a little bit like a a nip slip or like a booty like movement. I don't know, something sexy and like do it in a live video so then the person can press on the photo and like see the little nip slip or like the booty action. Like nice shot or whatever. So that is a public service announcement or hot tape or a hot tip. That's what we're going to call it. Hot tip. Janae's hot tip. So that's always fun. I think... I really do think sexting is super underrated, but my boyfriend doesn't really like to do it. So I have to live vicariously through anyone that sex. And if you have any stories, definitely let me know because I want to hear all about them. Okay, next tip. This is one that I just think every female should at least try to do. And that is learn how to squirt. I don't really think everyone can. Maybe you can, maybe you can't. I know some people are like, oh, I never have, or they definitely know if they have or can. 
I didn't know I could until I was, I don't know, 27 maybe. And let me tell you, it is one of the best feelings in the world. It's it's like a release. It's a most, I don't know, it's, it's kind of like, I can't put into words how fucking good it feels. So I know this sounds weird, but Google how to make yourself squirt because there is a hand motion that you can do. And it's almost like if you're like, wave like waving come here to someone with your two fingers that motion is how you get that g-spot um and it feels unbelievable i can do it on myself which is very impressive slash i know some people are like how the hell can you do that today and i'm like because i've learned over the years but i really think try to make yourself square i know men have definitely tried to make me and they just can't some people have gotten to make me squirt but it I I feel like that is another thing that's highly underrated so definitely ladies look it up try it on yourself and let me know if you get there and I hope you do so I would say that that is super awesome and men also look up how to do it if you have never gotten someone to do that or you know you've never experienced it because I mean it not gonna lie disclaimer it is very messy a lot can come out but it feels unbelievable and you should feel very happy if you can get your woman to do that because she's gonna feel so good and you're pleasing her so what more can you ask for so I definitely have like heard of stories I've definitely seen a lot of porn that you know the it's like a role play type of situation which I think is cool I haven't necessarily done like the doctor with like the patient scenario or like schoolgirl and teacher you know student situation but I have definitely like dressed up obviously in lingerie and I think that that can be super fun and playful but I would say role playing is a good idea if you want to spice it up and make it really fucking spicy like maybe your significant other comes home from work and you're in like a apron with no clothes on underneath it cooking and that's how you start it I think that that's fun maybe you're I don't know maybe you're a teacher and you have the little the little skirt on um you know there's so many different scenarios of the role playing and I think it can be super playful and exciting and like you know you can act out your fantasies so I highly recommend that I know that's maybe an obvious one but I just think that dressing up makes you or it should make you feel confident should make you feel beautiful and sexy um I would definitely recommend buying lingerie and and, you know, trying it on before you're about to have sex, like, you know, try it on. And then, you know, because some of them are like very complicated to get on. Like I have this one where it has like these leg straps, but it's also like a, um, like a leotard kind of thing. And I'm so glad I tried it on before I was actually going to get into it to have sex because it was so complicated to get my legs through this one piece. And I was just like, oh my gosh. So definitely try them on before you have sex. Um, I think that, you know, 
there's so many type of types of situations to dress up in, and I feel like I definitely want to discuss that too. For instance, you could do it when your significant other comes home from work, or you could be sitting on the couch and you go get on your lingerie and you, you know, your significant other thinks you're just going to the bathroom. Then you come out of the bathroom into the living room and you're in your lingerie and you're ready to, you're ready to have sex. I think that's super fun. There's so many ways to do it. You could be in bed and, you know, watching TV and then you just quickly slip it on. And I just, I don't know. I think, I think wearing cute outfits and whatever you feel comfortable in can be super fun and who I mean what man or you know woman doesn't like to see their significant other in something sexy I mean I don't know a single human that would be like oh no take that off you know like no one would say that like do you you know feel it out feel you should feel sexy and confident um, and just feel comfortable in your own skin and I know it's definitely not easy for everyone but I would say, you know, choose a color that you love and, you know, whatever type of lingerie it is that you feel comfortable, do it. I encourage you. For my ladies out there that don't want to buy, like, Victoria's Secret's fucking $80 lingerie, I mean, it's not the best quality. It's not horrible. It's not the best. Sheen, S-H-E-I-N. Go on their website and they have a ton of lingerie that's dirt cheap. It comes to you in the mail in like one week. They have like crotchless panties, crotchless lingerie, which is so fun because you don't have to take it off to get penetrated and you can just wear it while you're having sex, which I think is so much fun. So definitely recommend that. Another thing to maybe try out, and I don't know if this is an obvious one, but when you're having sex and, you know, maybe you're flipping into a new position, I think it is so hot to, like, give each other oral for a sec in between. I think that's so hot. I feel like the guy always loves that. I mean, I always love to get eaten out while having sex, like, in between a position or whatever. I think that that is so fun, so sexy, and it just really gets you going again. Okay, so let's get into, I have some stats here that I asked my listeners some questions. I'm always asking questions on my story at my Naked Mindset on Instagram. I love interacting with you guys and I think it's so much fun to get your feedback and your your questions or comments or ideas. And I always love to do like polls because I think they're so interesting so I did a few that I want to share the results with because I was shooketh by them. Like, seriously, I couldn't even believe them. So one of the questions I asked the poll was, would you rather not masturbate for one year or ha- not have a phone for one year? And 69, no pun intended, 69% of you said you would not masturbate you would choose not masturbating over not having your phone. 31% of people said no phone. People, you would rather have your phone than not be able to masturbate for one fucking year? I mean, holy shit. That just shows how addicted we are to our phones, I guess. But I I was 
shocked by that answer. And actually, my girlfriend, Nikki, requested that I put that on my story to ask people because she was just like, some of these answers, this is like one of my last ones, but she was like, some of these answers are astonishing. And I honestly really thought it would have been opposite of that because I feel like, yeah, if you're not having sex regularly, you can masturbate, obviously. But to take away masturbation for your phone, I was like, oh my God, very interesting. And then another poll. Would you rather have no sex or no phone for a year? 56% of you said you would rather not have sex and 44% of you said you would rather not have your phone. I mean, people, this is wild. I don't know if it's single people, you know, yeah, you could go a year without sex, which I've definitely done. And holy shit, that was not a fun experience in my life. Not a fun time. But I mean, I don't know. That's just wild. Like, I don't know if I need to like get some more sex fucking addicts on my Instagram or what, but holy shit, I couldn't believe these results. And then another poll, uh, poll that I did was, would you rather have intimate sex or rough sex? S again, 69% of you said you'd rather have intimate sex and 31% said rough sex, which I understand. I kind of like a mix of both. I feel like having a mix is fair and nice because sometimes, you know, you want to be more romantic sex or maybe you want to be like thrown against a wall and like fucked from behind. I mean, there's so many, I feel like there's so many different types of sex and I feel like having a variety is so important. Like you can't always have intimate sex and you can't always have rough sex in my opinion, but a nice mixture, a nice flow is nice. Like sometimes, yeah, I want to fucking get thrown against the wall. And then other times I'm like, oh, I want you to like love me and like be all cute and like make out with me in the middle of it and tell me that you fucking love the shit out of me. So definitely could go either way. I did another poll that was, would you rather have missionary sex or doggy style? 47% said missionary and 53% said doggy. Another interesting stat from my Instagram. I mean, I would choose missionary. I do love doggy because I know my boyfriend loves my butt. Um, so, and it does like, it can definitely hit different in different spots, like where the girl is, if she's laying completely down, if she's lifted up a little bit, or if she's completely on her knees, it can definitely hit differently. Um, and so that can be definitely fun. So I asked my boyfriend, I was like, babe, what would you give my listeners um, a tip? Like, what would you, what would your tip be? And he goes, want sex? Question mark. Walk out naked with a boner. It works every time. So ladies and gentlemen, that is Tyler's tip of the week. And I was dying over it because I was like, that is so true. It does work every time because I'm like, oh shit. He's already got a boner. Like, let's fucking go. I mean, that's me. I can see some people being like, um, no, but hopefully not. Like, being turned down is definitely never ever a fun time. <laughs> but that was his advice and I thought it was hysterical. 
also getting back to the hooking up in different parts of your house, I recently had sex on my countertop. Sorry for anyone who comes to my kitchen soon. And it was honestly so much fun. I think it can be so hot. Obviously, the the ratio of the person to countertop definitely matters. Sorry for any short men that or women that can't do that. But let me tell you, that shit was fucking fun. And it's hot and sexy. We're in the fucking kitchen. I've definitely had sex on my kitchen table before. Also super fun. Um, even the kitchen chair, that is just, I don't know, there's just something about being in a different part of the room that can just be so fucking hot. I love that. So when we moved into my new apartment, me and Tyler, uh, he was putting our, our kitchen table together and I got out of the shower and I was like, you know what? It's time. We like, you know, this is like our second day living in the apartment. And we were just like so tired, so exhausted. We were working our asses off, but I was like, you know what? It's sexy time. So I put on my lingerie, my cross crotchless lingerie. And he was putting together the table, like I said, and I just walked out and I was like, baby, it's break time. And that was super fun. I felt really sexy and it was honestly such a fun time because he wasn't expecting it. And I think that it can be so hot, like when the person is just like not expecting you to like walk out of the room naked or just like come out with lingerie or, you know, come out with a boner. Like it can be so fun. So definitely spice it up. And I definitely need to hear if you use any of my tips, I want to hear the stories. So definitely DM me any stories ever. I'm always an open ear and just a message away. Or if you have any questions also that you'd want me to go over. So that was super fun. I just think that sex should be fun. It, it should be exciting. And yes, there will be lulls where it might be boring sometimes. That happens. People, you know, when you're together with someone for a very long time, I get it. Life happens. You Maybe you don't have sex for a week and you're like, shit, I need to please my partner. That happens. That's life. But I just think... It should be exciting and fun and, you know, enjoyable. Like, have fucking whatever sex you want. Do whatever the fuck you want, you know? Obviously, when you're comfortable with the person. But I think it should be exciting and you should communicate what feels good to you and what you liked. I think a good way to talk to your partner about something maybe that you didn't like or, you know, something critiquing them. This is my tip. Do not do it right after you have sex. Critiquing someone is totally fair and, you know, I think that being polite about it is obviously very important. You don't want to hurt this other person's feelings. But doing it right after you had sex is not the right time. I think, you know maybe later that evening or the next day or, you know, if you get in a conversation through text messages, maybe throw it in there. But I think that critiquing someone right after you have sex is very discouraging and it can be just a little awkward, like, oh, well, clearly you didn't like like that. They might get offended or hurt. So I think that doing it another time is the best time to share that. 
Well, I hope you guys enjoyed those tips and tricks and stories. And like I said, if you try any of these, please let me know. I would love to hear your stories. Okay, so we're going to segue into the last part of this podcast. And so I asked you guys, where is your wildest or weirdest place you've had sex in holy fucking shit did you guys deliver this was the most answers I have ever gotten on my Instagram ever like I could not believe the amount of responses so I'm going to share them with you and some of them are fucking hysterical so wildest weirdest places we've had sex a hot tub at a spa before getting a massage in Dominican Republic the balcony at a hotel Steamy. That was actually me. Middle of the sand pits in the woods. That's pretty dirty. In the middle of a hiking trail. The next one is a graveyard, which I actually got a few of those responses. And wow, you guys are freaking wild. That is a good one, but it's also a little creepy. It's a little eerie, but you know, some people are into that. So that's fair. Outside near train tracks, always a good fun time outside having sex. I love that. It's super fun. Bowling alley bathroom. That, that is so, that's badass. I liked that one. At a party in the woods, also very, very kinky and dirty. Like I definitely could see myself doing that at a party. Driving down the highway, she just hopped on top of him. That is so fucking wild. That one, like, shook me. I was like, wow. That is, that's something else. I've definitely, I've actually never had sex in a car. I know it's on my list. I know. Don't come for me. Um, But while the car was moving on the highway, that's fucking insane. That's a good one. The next one is on top of a mountain. That must have been super fun. Someone wrote in and he said, Home Depot shed in their parking lot. (laughs) Uh, The next one is the Chicago subway. I mean, hey, why not? But I I wonder how that like went. Like, did they have no one around them and it was easy? Or... Was it filled with people and nobody noticed? Very intriguing. In the ocean in Aruba and some divers saw them having sex and it didn't even phase them. Wow. I give you kudos. (laughs) A movie theater. We got a few of those. A pirate ship. That sounds, I mean, kinky and dirty and fun all at the same time. The back of a Peter Pan coach bus. (laughs) That's fucking funny. I mean, I definitely have heard a few people having sex on, like, school buses or, you know, some type of bus. Like, very wild. I love it. Cole's dressing room. I got that one, and it actually reminded me that I have always wanted to have sex in a dressing room because I feel like it would be fun and you'd have to be quiet, but, like, it could be kind of sexy to be quiet. And so when I saw Cole's dressing room, I was like, that's actually so fair because they don't usually at Cole's. They don't have someone watching, like, the dressing room. So you could just, like, go in and just fuck. So, again, kudos to that person. And then the last one, an empty storage unit. 
which also very dirty and fun. You guys really delivered on that. So thank you everyone so much for those submissions. I hope that those made you laugh or giggle. Or maybe you laugh because it was actually your story that I was just telling. Well, that wraps up today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed this sex episode. And I definitely want to have more sex episodes in the future. So if you have any topics or ideas that you'd like to hear, please reach out to me at my naked mindset podcast at gmail.com or dm me you guys all know how to connect with me at my naked mindset on instagram twitter all of your podcast hosts please go give me a review on apple Podcasts. i would really appreciate five stars wink wink and thank you so much again for the support and happy thursday cheers to another podcast in the books thank you guys so much for enjoying this ride with me. Have a wonderful rest of your night. Bye!